0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Pidumansford, and overseer of the Kedsudan Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Daggy Woodman, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism, and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Well, close your eyes, lift your hands, let us share a word of prayer. Lift your hands to Jesus. Father, thank you for this blessed opportunity to be together as your family on Christmas Day to celebrate the birth of our Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Holy Spirit, in this time that we have, speak to us and speak to us in a way that we'll understand. All glory, all honor will be unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Wonderful. Okay. You may be seated in the presence of God. I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. And I believe that the salvation of Jesus Christ will come to all of us. Somebody say amen. Wonderful. So for this short time that I have, I want to share with you the word of God. I want to just share a few thoughts with you, and we will be blessed. I want to share a few thoughts on the first and second scripture readings that we had. So turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter number 2. Luke chapter 2. I am not going to read from verse... One, for the sake of time. But let me start from verse number 8. And then I will read to you. Then if I get a chance, I also read Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6. The Bible says, There were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Amen. Amen. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, And the glory of the Lord shone about them. May God's glory shine in our lives. And they were sore afraid. And the angel of the Lord said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. Amen. So here the Bible says that, The angel said, I have brought you good news. Good tidings. Tidings means news or greetings. So I've brought you good news. All right. so today I'm bringing you good news. God has sent me to bring good news into your life. Somebody say a nice amen. Amen. Somebody say an amen like you are expecting something good. All these gifts here are for you. Do you get it? So... If this is gifts from men to you and you are so excited, how much more gifts from God to us. Christmas is about good tidings. Amen. Next verse. Listen carefully. It says, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I read that verse again. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Verse 12. Let's just finish this. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. You see your gifts here are wrapped. God's gift to you is also wrapped. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Verse 13. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory be to God in the highest and on earth peace and good peace goodwill towards all men hallelujah glory be to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men hallelujah Great. This beautiful scripture tells us about the coming of Jesus. And it answers about five questions that I have been asking about Christmas, which I want to answer to you. I know you have not asked, but I've asked on your behalf. And I want to answer it to you. Am I okay? All right. This piece of scripture answers five questions I've had about Christmas or about the coming of Jesus. Which I want to answer to you. The first one is that, who did Jesus come to? Amen. Amen. Verse 11 says, unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. Amen. Amen. Christmas is personal. Like Christmas is personal. Jesus was born unto you. Isaiah 9 verse 6, the Bible says that, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of peace this wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace is born unto who us and to you until you take jesus personally you will not gain much from him amen it's not even unto the church or unto your tribe or unto everybody it's unto you he said, unto you, as in you, Tandeka, is born a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Amen. My second question here is, God has given us a gift. And the, the first question is, who is this gift for? The gift is for us. The second question is that, what is this gift? Amen. What is this gift? It says, verse 2 back to 12:11. Our main scripture for the service is 2:11. Luke 2:11. It says, For unto you is born in the city of David a savior. Amen. What is being given to us? A savior, a what? Savior. In in my book, I'd written, What is Jesus? Someone said, Oh, but how do you say what is Jesus? It's like when we say what are you so i am a doctor what are you i am a pharmacist what are you i am a carpenter what are you i am a mechanical engineer what are you do you do you, do you understand it defines what what you what you can do amen and jesus is a savior the gift god is giving to us this christmas and every christmas is giving to us a savior A savior. I'll finish preaching before you realize that I'll finish preaching. A savior, because I'm on question number two. If it's an exam, I'm already on question number two. We are going to five questions. I'm almost done. A savior has been given to us. You see, in Matthew 1, 21, the Bible says that the angel said unto Joseph, Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary unto thee, for what she consists of the Holy Ghost. And she will bring forth a child, a son, a male son, And you shall call his name Jesus and he shall save his people from their sins. The name Jesus was given for Jesus by God, not by Joseph. His earthly father did not choose the name. God sent an angel to come and tell Joseph what name to give to this one. Amen. Now, why is it significant? Pastor, why are you mentioning? I'm explaining that Jesus is a savior. The name Jesus means saviour. I say that again. The name Jesus means saviour, a deliverer, a messiah. Yeah. Somebody who saves people. Somebody who delivers people. A messiah. That's what the name means. It's from the original Hebrew, Yeshua. Yeshua. You see, Yeshua, that's why when you watch some of these Hebraic movies that they show, like this movie, The Passion, and they call him Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. Yeah. That's the practical meaning of the name. In the, in, 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 in the Bible days, they give you a name and then you leave the name. Recently, I saw somebody saying that we shouldn't give people names when we give birth. We should wait for them to grow a little. Because we can't be calling you comfort. And you are always bringing problems. So, we give you about 10 years. We see how your life is. So, if you are always bringing problems, then we call you problems. Because we are calling you comfort. But every day, you are bringing headache. (laughs) Yeah hallelujah so jesus actually was to live. his name his name was according to his job description yeshua hamashiach jesus which means savior uh, even the, the direct meaning of it is jehovah is salvation that's the meaning of jesus jehovah salvation the name was given to him because of the salvific, salvific nature of how his life was going to be. His life was all going to be about salvation. Hallelujah. Oh, salvific. Oh, okay. Savior, savior. The savi- it means the saving nature, salvific. The saving nature of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's why you must go to a good church. You yeah. hear some... Yeah, when you go for an interview and they are interviewing you when, you, when you see that you are confused, then you throw one or two words, not big words. Some of you are interested in big words, superclarge, explanatory Nobody understands. We don't use it for anything, but small words, but the interviewer has said it before, so he will just be nodding and said, yes, yes. Because he doesn't want you to feel that he doesn't know, so he will just be doing that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confuse them. Hallelujah. So Jesus is a savior. We are being given a gift on Christmas Day, a savior. Hallelujah. What shall he save us from? Number three. I'm going to five. I'll be done before Boxing Day. What shall he save us from? He will save us from our sins. And its effects. Our sins and its effects. It says, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. God is giving us a gift. Or Christmas Day represents what? when God gave us a gift to save us from our sins. Somebody would have thought, why not from our poverty? Why not from this? Why not from that? Sin, sin represents, sin or salvation from sin represents God's greatest act of love. Bible says in John 3.16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so god was trying to love the whole world can you imagine seven billion people you one person well you can't love the person enough but seven billion people i mean one beloved even you can't love the beloved completely you change your mind on wednesdays then thursday you straighten your mind again then it lasts for 72 hours then now you say ah i've made a mistake god was trying to love seven billion the greatest number of people in the world that is seven billion presently not counting them that have existed before now and the greatest act was to give us victory from our greatest problem, since the only problem that affects the whole world it affects rich poor tall short everybody god's love also is available to everybody and it's needed by everybody. I said it's needed by everybody. But there's no who doesn't need God's love. Even those who tell you, I don't need God's love, it's actually the need for God's love that has fed them that stubbornness to say that I don't need God's love. <laughs> Have you ever met women say, I will never mind. When you go into the bag, they had a broken heart four years ago. Because of that, they say, it's actually the need for a man. That's why they are now, they, they are now like not so that they are not disappointed. So they won't openly say that I need the I need the mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. So that you can't say, that, oh shame, you see, you didn't get one. no. Yeah, they are on defense mode. <laughs> so salvation from our sins and the effect. Look, all our problems because of our sins. All the problems in this world is before sin came into this world, there was no problem in the world. Either a sin you have committed that is affecting you or a sin that somebody has committed that is affecting you or a sin a sin in an environment a pervading environment of sin every area in a sin that is there and the effect of it in that area if you travel to america there's a sin that because of that something is moving in that place if you come to south africa there's also a sin in the area, so something is moving. I can even use the flu to explain to you. You can get a flu because your immune system is weak. You can also get a flu because you are exposed to somebody who has a the flu. Then you can also get a flu because it's in the environment. Amy, I've not done anything on that's so why I don't think I'll get a flu. It's in the environment. Why do you think we are all wearing the masks? It's in the environment. And it affects everybody. And it affects our lives practically. So the Bible says, for all have sinned. Everybody has sinned. Therefore, we are falling short of the glory of God. And sin has an effect on people. Everybody sitting here, your sins have had an effect on you. Sometimes even the wrinkles on your face is because of your sins. It's not only aging. Because if it was aging, I must have more wrinkles than you. Yeah, it's not only age. Why is that? Uh, it's because... No, 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 no. Sometimes you have been angry for a long time. Every time you are angry, it has drawn a look on your face. Oh, pastor, what are you saying? Um, this, let's, let's, let's look at Job 20.11. I think it's Job 20.11. Job 2011, the Bible says, "You look. I won't tell you, you look at it yourself. Abracadabra. Beamla, look at it. It says, his bones, his what? Bones are full of the sin of his youth. Tell me that I'm lying. His bone, the, the guy, the sin has affected his bones. His bones. So, you see him walking like that. You think he's disabled. He's not disabled. The sin has affected the bone. The bone. His bones are full of the sin of his youth. So the Savior Jesus Christ, I'm on question three. The Savior Jesus Christ has come to save us from our sins. Matthew 1.21, it says he will save his people from their sins. Then the effect of our sins. Our sins affect us. Genesis 2, 17, the Bible, God said to Adam, for the tree of the knowledge of good, which is in the midst of the garden, thou shalt not eat it. For in the day thou eat it, thou shalt surely die. Because of sin, we are dying daily. And I said sin, it can be what you have done or what your mother has done or your grandmother. She jilted somebody. They were doing business together and she jilted the person. That sin is following the family. The effect, like the effect or the punishment for it is going. Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sin, the reward for sin, the effect of sin is death. The effect of sin, the wage you can put in, the salary, the pay, the remuneration, the reward, the recompense for sin is death. Is it there? Yeah, the wages of sin is there. So sin has an effect on our lives. That's why we need the Savior. Sin has an effect on our lives. And the effect of this sin is the. So even a baby in the stomach starts to die in the stomach. Because David said, In sin was I born. So before you even came to the world, well, sin has already started its work. Your, and in that case, it's likely it's your mother's sin all your father's sin in sin was I, cons- was I born, in iniquity was I conceived, so as I'm in the stomach, already I'm guilty I've inherited sins so if that's why you see, pre- not all pregnancies lead to a baby, because you, start, you would have said that, that one if, I, if my theory that the cause of death is sin then it shouldn't affect unborn babies they have to come live for about one year so that they can start sinning. Do you see? But it actually you are conceiving, so it affects from inside, from within. That's why we start dying. That's why we start from day one. Boom. So what Jesus has come to save us from is even the effect of the sin. Sometimes because of the sin, somebody has cursed you somewhere, but the Savior comes to break that curse. Three abortions. You are not supposed to have a child again. Then a Savior comes to fix the problem. You took something that didn't belong to you. You are supposed to. Bible says, Bible says there's a, there's a curse upon the house of a thief. And that curse is fire. It's a fire that will go to the house of the thief. And when it goes to the house of the thief, it will burn the wood thereof, the, the stones thereof, and the timber thereof. And it will continue to burn. That type of, when it's burning, wood. We all agree that wood, yeah, it burns. But this fire, it burns stones. Yeah, it will consume the the stones thereof and the timber thereof, and it will continue to burn. Yeah. He says, What is that? There goeth a curse, and it enters into the house of the thief, and it shall consume the timber. The stones thereof and the timber thereof and continue to bear. So sometimes one thing that you took that doesn't belong to you is chasing you. Ah, you can't breathe. Ca- not that you can't breathe, too. you can't breathe. You can't breathe. Yeah. The effect. The eff- that's why we need the Savior. The effect. Sometimes you do business with people and then they dupe you. It's like they are inclined towards duping you. Because we are are all sharing, we are two. We are sharing um, 2,000. But by the time they finish counting the money, one person has got 600. And you are asking, how did they, couldn't they just cut a straight line in the money? Do you see? So that we all get 20 half, if it's if it's if it's hundred round notes, just tear it into two like that. So that I get twenty notes of half of a hundred rand. So no, no, no. Just take a knife and even cut it in the middle. If you can't do one for you, one for you, one for you, one for you, one for you. One day there were two men who somebody was chasing. So they went to hide behind a wall, not knowing the wall was the wall of a cemetery. And in the cemetery, there was a mango tree. So some young boys had also gone to pluck some mangoes, and they were sharing. So as the guys were hiding behind the wall, the boys were sharing their mango. So then the the, the one who was leading the share, so he would take one mango and say, one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me then the one guy told them, hey god and satan have met in the in the cemetery to share their dead bodies to share their people so as they were sharing then they, they just heard one of the boys say okay so it's strange the other guys no how about the two that that went behind the wall <laughs> one for you one for me Inclined to us lying. I said, Sin affects everybody. That's why we all need the Savior. We all need the Savior to save us from our sin and the effect of our sin. I've just even remembered an interesting scripture, John chapter 9. Let's read 1 and 2 and 3, and you will see that sin affects you. Even sicknesses are caused by sin. Sicknesses. Next time you go to the doctor, just remember this point. Sicknesses are caused by sin. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from birth. Okay? Stevie Wonder. Then, verse 2, he says, And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? This man or his parents that he was born the disciples were spiritual they understood these things so they asked Jesus, what is who, what what sin has caused this problem for this man what sin what they didn't say oh what disease no 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 what sin they, they knew that if you are blind the cause of it is a sin and i said and there are three types of sin that affect you your sin the sin of somebody else and then the sin in the area Sometimes there's been so much sin in a particular area, the whole area is accursed. So once you go there, I know some places in South Africa, if you are if 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 you are asthmatic and you are there, you have more asthmatic attacks. More. When you live there, you still look like you don't have asthma. Go back there now, you see asthma will come again. It's in the area. In, have you not seen areas that it's only drunkards that come from there? there's there's, there's a province in South Africa about 90% of our political leaders come from there it's the poorest area in South Africa Mandela comes from there his brother comes from there his sister comes from there his mother comes from there Mbeki comes from there Govan Mbeki comes from there Tabo Mbeki comes from there they are brothers They they all come from there but when you go Steve Biko comes from there. Steve Biko comes from there. I'm sure the other Biko comes from there. The other Biko, the mother Biko, the baby Biko, all the Biko come from there. No, if you like go through it's only Zuma that comes from somewhere here. But the rest, they are all from that side. Who? Fiki Balula. No, it's not from our side. No, 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 no. We refuse him. <laughs> Fikile doesn't come from us. Fikile and Julius, they don't come from us. Fikile, Julius and Floyd, they don't come from there. And Ace, yeah. Oh no, but we have a lot. We will tell you after church. And when you come there, poverty is what? Even when they are in power, they can't develop their place. They can't do anything for their place. There's a curse that is... Then Jesus answered and said, "Nobody this, in this particular case, nobody has sinned." He says, "Jesus answered, neither had the man sinned nor his parents, but that the work of God should be made manifest in him." This is before he healed him. Yeah. I'm on question number. Three. Happy birthday, Mininox! It's good to see you. Yeah. Keep walking, Johnny Walker. Next question. First question is that what? Who did Jesus come for? And the answer is what? He came for me and you. To you is born in the city of David this day a Savior who is Christ the King, Christ the Lord. Second question is what? What is Jesus? He's a Savior is a savior. Yeshua HaMashiach. Jesus the Messiah. Jesus means what? Jehovah is salvation. Then third question is what? What is he coming to save us from? From our sins. I'm so excited that he's come to save us from our sins because we sin a lot. I don't know about you, but I sin a lot. No, 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 no. Don't, don't even put you and I in the same words, I sin a lot. I know, I know. I sin a lot. Although you sin more, but I sin a lot. Anyway. That's why I need a, I need, how many of you need a savior? I need a savior. I need a savior. Fourth question, how is he going to save us? How is he going to save us? How? How? How is he going to save us from our sins? Number one, by atoning for our sins. By atoning for our sins. What does it mean to atone? To atone means to make up for something to pay for something to make up for something. Romans chapter 5, verse number 8. For God displayed his love to us. I saw I told the greatest expression of God's love is to save us from our sins. He says, Verse 8, please bring it up. For God commended his love to us as in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died in our place. Let's go on. Verse 9. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Verse 10. For if we were enemies, we are reconciled with God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled with God, we shall be saved by his life. How? Verse 11. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we have now received the atonement. The atonement. We have received from this Savior the atonement, the making up, the paying back. Let me give an example. Let's say as we are here, as I'm preaching... Please don't follow this example. I'm just using it to explain to you. By the time I blink my eye, you have taken my, my mobile phone. And you have gone home with it. Please, it's a toy, okay? It's a toy. It's not, it doesn't even work at times. Okay? Sometimes it doesn't ring. Sometimes the volume doesn't work. Okay, please. Okay, just, just to be safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what was I saying? So you have taken the mobile phone. Data We watch the CCTV cameras that are in the church. Then we see that you are the one who took the phone. Then we come and catch you. When we come and catch you, as we have come, your mother is there. Then your mother says, oh, wh- what did he steal? So, um, mobile phone. Then she decides to give us a mobile phone, the same or a higher quality mobile phone. What she has done is that she has atoned for your mistake she has paid for your mistake she has made up for your mistake so the first way Jesus saves us is making up for our mistake atoning for our mistake, paying for our mistake so that suddenly you don't owe any more because if he didn't atone, you now be owing a mobile phone. Any day we see, you say, brother, where is the mobile phone? But meanwhile, you have, stole, you have sold the mobile phone or you've chopped the money. So, where is the mobile phone? Uh, then you, you are doing part payment. Every day, two runs Every day, two runs. When will you finish paying for the mobile phone? So, Jesus comes and then he pays for the mobile phone. Same time. Paid completely. Your balance is zero. Yeah, he's come to make the wrong right. Number two. The second way, which is necessary because atonement is not enough. You will see right now. The second one is forgiveness. Through forgiving us our sins. Acts chapter 5. Through forgiving us our sins. Acts chapter 5, we are going to 29. Through forgiving us our sins. Because, what do I mean? If you take the mobile phone and your mother pays for the mobile phone. Anytime you come around, there's a mobile phone. We all take a mobile phone and put it away. We just take it away because you have broken the trust. We are now afraid of you. It's like we're just playing with you, you've beaten us. Oh, I mean, something was in your hair. I was trying to move that. Next time I see you yawning, I'll protect myself because I don't know what you are planning to use your teeth for. Do you see? Although, when you beat me, you said, Sorry, there are some children when you are playing with them, by the time you realize they've beaten you, and they have only two up, two down. They've used it to bite you. It's almost like they have seen people using their teeth to bite things. Then they, they want to catch up with the elderly ones. So they've beaten you. Anytime you open your mouth, we step back a bit. Even you are not intending to bite us, but hey, hey, we don't know the day you will bite anybody again. Do you, do you remember a footballer called Suarez? The one who stopped Africa from winning the World Cup. That guy. Yeah, that guy. What World Cup was that? 2010. Yeah, that guy stopped. We were going to win the World Cup completely. And turn it into into an African... Yeah, we only played... Once we take the cup, we will never return it. Yeah, yeah. Then that guy used his hand to stop us. But before... He had bitten somebody. Before 2010, he was playing in Holland and he bit somebody. Yeah. He bit somebody and they banned him for some time. Do you see it? Now, anytime he's playing, he opens his mouth. You don't know whether he's going to bite you or he's talking to you. Then he came to England. I thought he had stopped biting people but people don't change that easily he beat somebody again in England yeah beat somebody again do you get it so because of this I recommended that they should put a gag on his mouth whenever he's playing because we can't trust him we can't trust him yeah we can't trust him he's not allowed to put a plaster there he's not allowed to open his mouth for 90 minutes So that's how some of you do things to people and you say sorry and you feel that because I've said sorry it's enough. But the trust is gone. The faith in you is gone. You have to humble yourself and make up gradually to rebuild the relationship. And because God wants to relate with us, and the thing that stops God from relating with us is our sin. When Jesus atones for our sin, it's still not enough for us to have a certain type of relationship with God. So Jesus has to do something else. Yeah, sometimes our pride stops us. You have made a clear mistake, you have behaved foolishly. Instead of humbling yourself, so but I said, sorry, why is he still angry? I said, sorry, why is she still bored? You have to take your time and rebuild because your actions have destroyed something. Your actions took you to negative. Jesus, your sorry brings you to zero. If you were at 12, your, your action takes you to minus like 35. Your sorry brings you to zero. Now you have to rebuild from here to that place. Many people are so proud, they don't want to rebuild. They just say, oh, I've said sorry. Why? Why? They feel that the person they offended is rather the problem yeah he was like he should use his christianity to forgive me we have used our christianity to forgive you that's why you have come from minus 35 atonement made that for you to come to zero so currently you are at zero if you don't build it you will just be at zero we will just be christians towards you because i don't see you going to the, the, the chambers in the next church city harvest um the other church on top of the building and being a blessing to them meanwhile you are a Christian. They are also Christians. But you don't have a problem with them. So with them, you are just at zero. But if they now try to build a relationship with you, then you move from zero. You start to move up. You start to move up. Many proud people, when they cause a problem, even in relationships, after you have caused a problem, you have apologized. We have used all our Christian faith and Christian virtues and the Holy Spirit to forgive you to come to zero. I mean, Do you know how difficult it is to forgive? When a person has hurt you, we have used all our faith and all our strength to forgive you to come to zero. You want us to use our same strength and faith, which is finished, to move the relationship here. No, now it's up to you to move the relationship from this place to this side. Yeah. Oh, but I said sorry. Sorry brings you to zero. Atonement brings us to zero. We were at negative. brings So the next thing Jesus does is to bring forgiveness 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 is the road we start to come from here to start going forward yeah. then peter and the other apostles answered and said who ought we obey to obey god we ought to obey god rather than men terry boom the god of our fathers Raised up Jesus, whom ye slew and hung on a tree. It's not about this one. It's just coming to something. Him had he exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior to give you repentance, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. This savior, he doesn't only bring atonement, but he brings forgiveness. It brings forgiveness. It brings forgiveness. Through that, then we now have forgiveness of our sins. So suddenly, you that you were at zero, you start to move towards your original place. Because now you are forgiving. You, you are forgiven. So now, as we are forgiving you, when you come around and our mobile phone is around, we still leave it there. Yeah, we still leave it there. Because now we are not afraid. Because it comes after Repentance. Before you get forgiveness of sin, there's repentance. So, you have now repented, so you will not do it again. Hopefully. By the grace of God. Yeah. After forgiveness, the Savior still does one more thing. There are so many things, but I can only share only three with you because it's Christmas Day. I'm already hungry. The final one. It's through redemption. Through redemption. Through redemption. Through what? Redemption. Titus chapter 2. I think let's do verse 8. Verse 8, 9. We are going to 14. Let's start from where it says, The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men. Let's start from there. Titus chapter 2. Good. Even the child is blessed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Titus chapter 2 says, oh, nine, nine. The grace of God. Where it starts with the grace of God? It's 11. Okay, go there. No problem. It's Christmas it says, it says, For the grace of God. Where you get the child, you can read from that side. It says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation. You know, we are talking about salvation, innit? The grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared. To all men, teaching teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. 13. Look at 13. Looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearance of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now look at what he's going to do in verse 14. He says, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify to himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. He says he gave himself to redeem us. To redeem means to buy back. To buy back, to restore, to restore, to restore, to buy back. So, he atones, makes up our sin, forgives us our sins, then he buys us back because, look, there's a, there's a reward for sin. You see, because we were born in sin, we already have a master called Satan. So, you are already living when you don't know Jesus. When the Savior's redeeming work has not taken place in you, you belong to the devil so jesus comes imagine no let me know the devil is a shop i was going to say imagine the devil is then i'll mention a shop but some of the arabs are here so so imagine the devil is a shop you go the product is there you can't just go and take it and start going so as for me i need milk so you have taken the milk and you have there's a lot they have a lot of boxes of milk so i've taken one I'm going. Then you go. When you go through the gate, you'll be surprised to see milk beeping. Bing, 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 bing. And you'll be wondering, where have they put the security code? Somebody say, oh, Pastor or it. that's for it. milk. You really have experience, eh? No. Yeah. I mean, there are people that when they enter into a shop, the security man starts to move. They start radioing the, all the other security okay. Jabu. Uh-huh. I'll 17. I'll 17. Yeah. mandla Yeah, 17. 17. Then they all start moving. It's like, it's like you are playing soccer and there's a corner kick. So all the people they are doing man marking. <laughs> they start to mark. When you go to the next hour, they move quickly again. <laughs> so you would think you are turning in the hour. Uh, by the time you appear here, they are already here. So, ah, but the guy was yes, <laughs> If you go here, hey <laughs> Yeah, but for you to be able to take the milk home, you pay for the milk, and in so us, what the savior does is that he pays for us so that he can redeem us, he pays for us so that he can buy us back, he pays for us so that he can bring us back to himself. He saves us through redemption, through atonement, forgiveness, and redemption. Question number five. Who is the savior? Back to Luke chapter 2. All the answers are in Luke chapter 2, 11. Who is the savior? He says, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior, which is Christ the Lord. The savior is Jesus. I said the the savior is Jesus. The savior is Jesus. The savior is Jesus. John chapter 4. Let me show you. Let me read the scripture. I close. John chapter 4. If you remember, when Jesus met the woman at the well, and they were speaking, as they were speaking, 24, let's just read 24. As they were speaking, this, the lady said to Jesus, Messiah cometh, 24, 25. God is spirit, and they that worship him, I was 25. Then the woman saith unto him, I know that... Messiah coming the Messiah is coming the Savior is coming which is called Christ when he comes he will tell us all things then look at Jesus' answer and Jesus said unto him I that speak to you I am he. he said, I am that Savior that you are waiting for I am that Savior that you I am the Messiah that you are waiting for I am he the Savior is Jesus Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is the Savior. That Savior we are looking for is Jesus. The whole world is looking for Jesus. Yeah, the whole world. Some just don't know that the person they are looking for is Jesus. That's why we sang this song. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is Jesus is the one you are looking for. Jesus is the Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no no other. other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the
1: answer. The
0: savior is Jesus. That savior who is born to us in the city of David this day is Jesus.
1: Jesus is the way.
0: Jesus is the way
1: Jesus is the The answer answer For the world today For my life today. Jesus is the answer. For my life today. For my I'm loving Yeah. For me, he is the answer. Coming, For your children, he is the answer.
0: may be celebrating christmas with us but you don't have access to the gift of christmas who is the savior christ the lord if you are here like this today today make a decision and i'm not talking about attending church i'm not talking about going to church going to church is not what we are talking about here i'm talking about welcoming and accepting Jesus into your life. Not as a formality, because I know many people have done it as a formality, but practically accepting the person to be in your life. And the Savior comes into you. You can talk to a lady, say, you know something? I believe that I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Would you like to become the mother of my children and be my wife? and she can say yes but until she marries you and moves into your house with you practically to live with you so that when you wake up in the morning she is there, when you turn your head she is there when you blink she is there when you want to eat she is there when you want to bat she is there it is just a formal relationship many of us just have a formal relationship with the Messiah. Uh, oh i went to church one day it was good friday then the pastor did another call then i lifted up my hand and then i went then that but from there i'm still living my life i do whatever i want to do when jesus comes into your let's say he is christ i didn't give you the last one he is christ and he's what the lord so when he comes into your life as a savior, he wants to be the lord of your life, not one of the two people in the relationship, or one person hiding in a corner, somebody that you hide in a book or in a Bible. Will you release every Sunday? By Monday you go back to your old life Tuesday you do what you He wants to be the lord of your morning The lord of your afternoon The lord of your evening And the lord of your night He wants to be the lord of your weeks The lord of your days The lord of your weeks The lord of your months And the lord of your years Not just a formality So how many are born again I am born again But you know very well That just a formality You have just gone to register in the school But you have never gone to classes before you don't do assignments, you don't present your work, you don't come for lectures. You don't you don't you don't you don't write exams. Yeah. I knew a guy one day, once upon a time in 2004, around like April I met him. He told me he was in the university. He told me he's doing mechanical engineering. I said, "Wow." I said, "Okay, great. Wow, what a nice guy." This guy was into Steve Biko, black consciousness these type of things. Then I said, Oh, that's very powerful. Then he said something that amazes me and still continues to amaze me up to today. And I'm sure will amaze me till my dying day. He said to me, the lecturers think that they are smart he's just going to he's not registered in the school but he's going to go for all the lectures and when he's done with the lecture he will not write exams he will not submit assignment or anything and he will be in the school for four years and when he finishes he doesn't want to pay school fees or anything when he's done he will become a mechanical engineer yeah it's a real person I said to him, let's do an experiment. Live in your garage for four years and see if you become a Jaguar. See if you become a car yeah but he said he's going to outsmart them he will not do exam one he will not register so that he has to pay school fees but he's going to listen to the lectures many of you come to listen to the word but you don't use it for anything is you listen to the i'm listening to the lectures whatever they are teaching them i will know when do we all finish me and the people who graduate we will all know the same thing because a mechanical engineer is because of the things he knows about mechanics that's what makes him a mechanical. So I also know whatever they know. And we'll all be mechanical engineers. I said, well, that's very shallow. And I see young people thinking like that. You are, you are young, that's why. When you grow, you will understand. Because even you can know the course better than those who have registered. What makes them pay you as a mechanical engineer is a piece of paper. It's not even what you know, it's a piece of paper. The paper says that you are an engineer. Therefore, you are paid like that. They don't even go through the results. Once they say that, you are, you are. And they give it to you. There's no, haven't you seen your certificate? It's matrix certificate that you have. That's a lower, it's for children. Crash certificate, you see. You have the points there. Uh, high school, no. Matrix, then they put the symbols. Seven, six, seven, six. Uh, huh. But university, they don't put anything there. They just put bachelor of this. Then they give it to you that's all then you go it's enough once you manage to get within the bracket you can do the job you know enough to do the job so when they see the paper they give you that pay they give you that I thought the closest you become is a mechanic yeah a mechanic he told me when I finish I'll go and work at VW I said it's not a problem there are mechanics in VW there are handymen there are cleaners so many things are there you can go and work there and even you can do the work of an engineer they'll still give you the pay of a mechanic you will see the guy who has the paper. Your classmate that you start, you start in school with. You may even meet somebody that was your junior there. You will meet that person in VW. You used to even help him with his assignments. You will meet him at VW. And he will be your boss. He will be wearing a white coat like a doctor once you go high they give you a white coat they give you a coat to wear you'll be wearing a white coat and you'll be wearing an overall when he says that he'll sit on the computer and look at the computer he so okay go and, figure, go and take out the, uh, 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 the sump and pour the dirty oil away then you will go under the car and you open the oil and the oil will pour on you and everything then you will come out then everything when you can say have you taken it out down clean it and put this one there then you do and sometimes you not even tell you what to do you do all the job but when it's month end you pay you six thousand then they'll pay him thirty five thousand yeah then that's when you start complaining i'm doing the work he's just sitting in the office when he was busy doing assignment busy passing exam busy you were there thinking that you are treating you are taking the white the white lecturers yeah many of us don't have a real relationship a practically real relation not a theoretical relationship a practical relationship with the messiah yeshua hamashiach the savior of the world we don't have a practical relationship with him and we think we are tricking the pastor we are tricking the church we are tricking this but you will see that the effect of this salvation will not be manifest in your life i pray for everybody listening to me i decided to finish on this note i pray for everybody listening to me that you have a real and a practical relationship with the saviour of the world who is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Let me bring this sermon to a close. Lift your hands wherever you are and pray for yourself. Say Lord let this revelation go deep into my heart. Let it go deep into my heart. That the Savior who is Christ the Lord is born unto me this day. That his salvation, his atoning work, his forgiving work, his redemption work will be made practical in my life. Let him be Lord over my life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of I believe some of you have to rededicate your life to Jesus today. On Christmas day 2020. You have to rededicate your life to Jesus. You are here like that. You say, Pastor, I want to know Jesus. I want to have a practical relationship with Jesus. I want to put your hands down. If your hand is up, put it down. I want to to have a practical relationship with the Lord. I want to rededicate my life to the Savior who is Christ the Lord. If you are here like with every eye closed, every head bowed. And if your hand is up, please put it down for this the second if you are here like that please lift up your right hand with me pastor i want to rededicate my life to jesus on this christmas day and have a practical relationship with the lord practical relationship with the savior if you are here like that lift up your right hand with me i want to pray with you i want to pray with you pastor i want to dedicate my life to jesus i don't want to have a shallow relationship with him anymore i don't want to have a relationship that is not practical and not real anymore i want him to be the lord of my life lift up your right hand wherever you are i want to pray with you i want to pray with you I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. If your hand is up, come to me. I'll pray with you quickly. Jesus come to me. Come to me. Just come to me. Don't be afraid. Come to me. For
1: the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the, Lord. Lord. Jesus is the answer. For the world today. It's so- the Him, no other. Jesus is the way if you are in front pray this prayer with
0: me say dear Lord Jesus I accept that I'm a sinner please forgive me of all my sins I believe that you died for me that you came into this world just for me to save me I confess that from today be the Lord of my life you are the Lord of my life thank you Jesus for coming to die for me in Jesus name Amen. father I thank you for these who are rededicating their lives to you let your saving power be practical in their lives in the name of Jesus let it be real Lord in the name of Jesus atone for their mistakes Lord forgive them Lord and redeem them from the claws and the grip of the devil in the name of Jesus fill them with your spirit that they will be able to walk with you and walk passionately and tirelessly with you in the name of Jesus we thank you we bless you in Jesus name amen say amen if you are here Wonderful. A brother there, I think we should just finish the service then. You just have a chat. This guy, come this, this. This guy, this guy. After the service, you just have a quick chat with you and then we go home. All right. What's your name? Kuleka. That's relaxed. Kuleka. Or Kuleka. And then what's your name? Naledi. Naledi Kuleka. Kululeka is relaxed. Ne? Yeah. Naledi Kuleka and. Uh, oh, koleka oh no problem don't worry, thank you for showing me okay, my name is Daniel okay yeah, na lady koleka koleka na lady koleka and Johnny and the Johnny the guy my guy Johnny wonderful God bless you after church this guy will speak to you all right you are blessed you are blessed clap for them I appreciate them how are you excited that Jesus indeed is our Savior. Yeah, oh, put your hands together for the savior of the world. You may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Marisburg, or call 83 773-1605. God
1: richly bless you.